program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Your home is probably your biggest asset. As lifestyles change, your environment needs to change too. Welcome to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment with Laura Minnep. Laura has nearly two decades of lifestyle consulting experience. She can help you improve your living situation and help maximize your home value when the time comes to move along to the next phase of your life. Now, here is your host, Laura Minnep. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Our show today is creating a win-win for well-being. This is going to be seniors helping seniors. Many people during life's journey want to remain in their homes. We know this. 92% want to remain in their homes when asked, and a lot of times they're not asked. But They need a little help with the cleaning, meal making, medications, or maybe even running errands, feeding their pets. We all want to remain happy and independent without relying on family and friends. 
There is a solution from Seniors Helping Seniors providing in-home services by matching seniors who want to help with seniors who need a little help themselves. This peer-to-peer assistance allows seniors to have those needs met in a way that is caring, empathetic, and is coming from someone that really relates to what is going on in their life. This matching also allows seniors the opportunity to stay active in their community and feel the joy of helping their neighbors. The seniors provider, the senior providers who work with the organization really offer the companionship and empathy that only one senior can give to another and truly provide love, caring, and compassion to their follow, fellow seniors. My guest today is Sherry Jones, who owns the Seniors Helping Seniors franchise in western Cuyahoga County. That is that is true. It is in Ohio and will provide insight on the wonderful services available. Now, remember, 100% sure there are going to be a lot of questions and thoughts. So feel free to give us a call at 1-866-613-1612. And you may email also laura at lauraminiff.com, L-A-U-R-A-M-I-N-E-F-F. Before I turn the microphone over to Sherry Jones, of course, I want everyone to understand Seniors Helping Seniors from the Western Cuyahoga County and what the summary of our introduction is going to be. Sherry Jones graduated from the Ohio State University with a Bachelor's of Science degree in Dental Hygiene and Education. Very interesting. For over 21 years, she was a professional in the pharmaceutical industry in marketing and sales. After a downsizing from her corporate position, Sherry had a passion to embark on a career path that would be a positive force in helping others. She and her husband, Dan, discovered Seniors Helping Seniors, an in-home service company with a franchise throughout the U.S. The organization was founded by Karan Yocum, who has a mission and a passion to help seniors live independently. Karan's personal interest in seniors grew from working with Mother Teresa. Sherry coordinates the unique matching, yes I said matching, of over 70 dependable caregivers with over 100 clients based on a needs assessment. Remember, that's here in the Cuyahoga, Ohio area only. This is a national company. Seniors Helping Seniors provides a human touch of kindness and caring to help individuals remain independent in their homes homes and environment while providing a career opportunity for other seniors. So here we go. Here's a big welcome to Sherry Jones. Hi everyone, Um, I am the owner of Seniors Helping Seniors in Western Cuyahoga County and today Laura and I are going to just chat a little bit about um, how seniors can help other seniors remain in their homes and live a very vibrant life. Sherry, it is so exciting to have you here. Um, I don't even think most of us think of this as a service, like something that's available to us. Just tell me a little bit. how did you get started? I mean, what what got you motivated in this direction, personally? Okay. Well, personally, I had an aging mother who um, in her home until the um, day she actually passed away. And she was able to remain in her home because she was fortunate enough to have uh, three children that lived in the area to help care for them. So um, when I was in the pharmaceutical industry, you know, we helped people to a certain degree. But when once I left that, I had decided that I really wanted to make a difference in people's lives. 
I wanted to be able to give a part of myself to enrich others' lives like we were able to enrich my mother's. Oh. So that's why we started the business. And you must have seen um, you must have seen a unique need in what your mother actually was not asking for. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely, Lauren. That's the key, is for um, someone to have a set of eyes on an individual um, because many times they refuse to ask for help or they really are in denial and they don't want help. They don't want to bother their children. They don't want to bother other friends or neighbors. So they try to get by with what they can, but there is a need that, that, that needs to be fulfilled for them in order for them to remain in their homes. And a lot of these needs are just daily activities, aren't they? In other words, just we think of it as losing our independence when we really can't reach the dishes that are on the top right. cabinet shelf mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Or we no longer really consider the microwave functional because we're, af- and who isn't afraid, of taking the bowl of hot oatmeal out of this microwave that's up above my head right. mm-hmm. and bringing it down to the surface, you know, the countertop or whatever that might be. And, and, and again, personally, that can go f- from any age. You know, it's a strange thing that we do. We have these microwaves way up way top. Way above our heads, yes. <laughs> and you are absolutely correct, Laura. It's the simple things in life sometimes, such as meal preparation or even changing your bed, uh, linens on your bed. That's one of the first oh, things people can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's a very, that's become very difficult for people as they lose their upper body strength or they have arthritis in their hands. So it's those little things in life that we can come in and we can help them out that will give them, you know, their independence to remain in their homes. And in actuality, they really don't lose independence. In some ways, they gain it Mm -hmm. because they're able to, with our help, be able to do the things that they were doing before. And then some of those things um, kind of went by the wayside because they weren't able to do it physically. So with our help, we can give them that little bit of extra strength that they need so that they can fulfill some of those activities that they like to do before. Well, I have to also think that you're not only helping them do some small things to prepare them to do whatever that activity is that they'd enjoy doing, but you're freeing up some of that daily activity that takes so much time. As we get older, I mean, I even find myself brushing my teeth longer. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, you know, it takes, why does it take me longer to wash my face? I don't know. But mm-hmm. by, by golly, I used to get up, I'd be ready in 10 minutes. Right. I was out the door. <laughs> I went to the bathroom, I did it all. But now, I, I don't know if I'm just, I don't know, enjoying it more or if I'm just allowing myself a little more time. But what is happening is, is that I find that, shucks, if somebody was able to even do my dishes, Mm -hmm. if somebody was able to make sure that my pet was, you know, walked, you know, some of these things that would be really helpful because I want to explore and be enthused about new opportunities and activities that are opened up into my life. And I think that your service might help me to get to those activities. Absolutely. So you mentioned about pets. So many times they can't um, change the litter box and they're so afraid they're going to have to get rid of their cat because oh, they can't sure. care for him anymore. So if our caregiver can come in and do that one little chore for them, then all, you know, all of a sudden they can keep their best furry friend for as long as they want. Same thing with the dogs. We do a lot of dog walking or caring for those pets. We take them to the vet for them. 
because you know maybe they no longer have the uh, ability to take their pet to the vet. So if we can do that for them, again, they're able to keep their furry friends in their homes. Now, we mentioned the word matching. <laughs> <laughs> I like that word a lot. Um, we use that word a lot. We, ma- we match mates. We match physicians to our needs. We mm-hmm. match. So now we have this beautiful opportunity to match another peer, another senior, mm-hmm. to our needs. How do you do that, Sherry? Well, what we do is, uh, first of all, our caregivers are all basically 50 and older. Okay. So um, that is the audience of caregivers that we are looking for in our organization. And the reason why we do that is because we want to make sure that we have empathy and compassion for the clients. And we know that the closer we get in age, the more people understand each other. So that is the first thing. So what we do is when we go into um, a new client's home, we get to know them a little bit, get to know their personality, what kind of skill set they need. And then that is how we can go ahead and match a caregiver along with them. Perfect. Okay, well, I want to capitalize on that when we come back, but we have to take a commercial break. Okay. All right, so we'll be right back after this break. All right. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minna or her guest today, please call into the program at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, everyone. We are here today talking with my very knowledgeable guest, very enthusiastic guest, Sherry Jones, owner of Seniors Helping Seniors. Western Cuyahoga County here in Ohio, but remember that this is an organization that is offered nationally. I, I really am, Sherry, I can't tell you how excited I am about this whole concept. I, I just know from my own personal input 
My business is design contracting where we help all, all ages, but we concentrate on seniors, helping them transform their current environment into their new needs so that they can stay at home as long as they want. Um, but helping them put that first floor master um, bedroom on, uh, helping them get rid of the curbs in their shower areas, you know, taking away some of the things in their current homes that have become a little bit um, even hazardous, you know, mm-hmm. they've, they've started, you know, but at the same time, improving the market value of that home. And this also goes with their business and their office. You know, as we grow through these stages of our life, our needs most definitely change. And there are answers to all of those. You must see this quite a bit in when you go into the homes because you're assisting seniors and you're noticing the things that are really being impairing to them or becoming more of a challenge in their life. Correct, Laura. Um, when we go in to meet the client, we do do a health assessment as well as a medication list, and that is kept in a binder in their homes. But part of the assessment also is to make sure that they are safe in their homes. We check the bathrooms. We check for throw rugs. We check the kitchen to make sure that it is possible for the individual to get around there safely. Um, So what Laura just said about making sure the homes um, are appropriate for the age is extremely important because without that, then you are providing, or the individual could be in a situation that they can't remain there. But with a few adjustments, like Laura mentioned, and with a little help, they can definitely remain in their homes for as long as they would like to. You know, it's interesting when we think about adjustments, Sherry, and that would be, so the things that we do right now are we love to tear down walls. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's HGTV. I don't right. know if I'm allowed to say that, but, but we personally don't take sledgehammers. <laughs> We're a little bit more careful about selecting where we put a hole in a wall. But the purpose of doing that is, again, opening up a space, allowing movability, mm-hmm. and also availability and unified floor space. In other words, when you're going from a tile floor to a hardwood floor and there's a bump where that transition is, the trip factors there, going from a hard surface to a carpeted surface, oh shoot, now you've got to adjust to that. And a lot of times these floors are not level. You know, you have different, a little bit, half an inch can make a big difference, especially if you're not anticipating it. These are the types of things, though, I think that you probably are become more aware of as, as you introduce your seniors to helping seniors. Absolutely. Even when you mentioned about the carpeting versus um, a hard surface, those are different things to consider if the individual is using a walker or if they're using a transport chair or a wheelchair in the homes. Um, because each one of those different factors is a contributing, is a, contributes to the situation as far as can they stay in their homes. Um, with the bathroom, like you just mentioned, um, doing some home improvement, we want to make sure that they have a shower bench in their, in their shower. We want to make sure there's grab bars, a handheld shower head, um, because you know people say, well, they can't bathe anymore. Well, sure they can if they have somebody to help them. Um, you know, there's benches that, you know, two legs stay outside the tub, two go in, and they just sit on it and it slides over. So you take out the trip factor as far as getting into a tub. And then you have a handheld shower head so that somebody can help them take their shower. So if there's a will, there's a way. And definitely for seniors, they can stay in their homes where they do prefer to live until their last breath, if that is what they wish. Now, on many of our shows, our past shows, we've allowed um 
we're, we're putting ourselves in this category of baby boomers. We've allowed our listeners to be exposed to financial opportunities that are available to them through health care, through personal plan, financial planning, through their um, estate planning, their, through the VA. We've really touched base on a lot of opportunities for them to um, you know, have the ability to make some of these improvements to their home atmosphere or their business atmosphere to accommodate their new health needs and also to also assist, which I think is going to be interesting, you your business of seniors helping seniors, those seniors also need to be able to get into, reach into the shower, turn it on for the senior they're helping without soaking themselves. So <laughs> some of those adjustments, mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, when we're making these home improvements or business atmosphere improvements, it's not just for the person that we're doing it for, but if they are needing somebody who needs their help, we need to pay attention, don't we, to how is it best we can help them? Do we both fit in the shower? Do we both need to fit in the shower? How do we, you know, in the kitchen, wow, a microwave down low sure would be more beneficial than a microwave above a stove where everybody like I said, at any age, could be afraid of. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why you have to t- go into a home and you have to look at the full picture. You can't just take one room and say, well, you know, th- this is where my mom stays. She stays in the family room. Well, yeah, she may stay in there for a good part of the day, but she does need to function throughout the rest of her house. So when we go in and meet the client, we do take the full picture into consideration. And we do suggest to the family different ways that maybe the house can be adjusted to accommodate their needs. So you do an evaluation, not only matching the senior to the senior, but also matching the senior helper to the needs of the actual environment that they're about to be part of. Absolutely, because there's different needs for every client. Maybe maybe we're going to start a new client and maybe all they need is meal preparation and housekeeping. So we send a caregiver that matches according to personality and skill set to that home. However, maybe in a year or two, the client's um, needs change and maybe their health is declining somewhat. So we adjust our skill set and our, client, our caregivers to their needs. So we have retired nurses, we have STNAs or people who worked in nursing homes that have those experience levels to be able to take care of that individual in their homes. Now, you do some type of screening, I would think, or there's something that you do in order to evaluate if the senior that is volunteering to be a helper, how do you go about doing that, Sherry? Right. Okay. So first of all, our caregivers are compensated. Okay. So... um, What's really nice about that is these caregivers are getting a little extra income as well as, you know, sharing their empathy and their compassion with another individual. Um, so that's, that's the first part of it. Okay, great. And then I have to imagine that, um, so again, one of our largest fears is having a stranger come into our home. Okay. And, it, and I, I know that you really address subduing that fear so that I can now I I need to trust you sure and then on top of that I want to like you yeah right 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 (laughs) I I I want you to be my I want you to be my buddy I want you I you know I I I don't want someone taking care I I don't want a nurse I I, you know what I mean I, I want a buddy I want somebody who's really going to not just care about me 
but but be part of my team on, sure. in my life. Absolutely. Which is what we touch base on a lot on this show. Right. So Building our, our team. Right. And we take a lot of time in the hiring process of our caregivers. They do go through a phone interview. There's two personal interviews with two different staff members. So there's two different people that are evaluating this person. Do we think that they really have the heart of a caregiver? Um, and then they also uh, have a criminal background check done as, rel- okay. as well as reference Which is checks. good. Right. Absolutely. We're very, very fortunate. In five years and over 300 clients, we've never had an incidence of any type of theft or any type of situation um, that was negative towards the client. So we really, really take um, a lot of time in matching that caregiver with the client. And you mentioned, Laura, about um, them liking them. Yes. Um, our, our whole philosophy. <laughs> this is personal, right? <laughs> absolutely. Our whole philosophy is we want that caregiver to be a friend. We don't really want them to be a caregiver per se coming in the house. Um, because in many instances, these um, seniors really open up to the caregivers. Sure. They, now they have somebody that they can voice their concerns, their fears, you know, what their thoughts are. Other than to a family member or a neighbor, they have somebody that they develop a relationship with. And so it gives that individual that socialization and, and confidant that they have now in their home. And it's really neat to see when these caregivers go in and, you know, the client might say, hmm, I don't know if I really want them here. And then all of a sudden they're saying, well, can you come three times instead of two times a week? <laughs> or can you stay an extra hour? Because they do have a very, very close relationship. And I like that word right there, the word relationship. So really what you're doing is kind of like a match.com. Absolutely. Yeah, you can kind of put it that way. Because my personality is going to be very significant to me. And by the way, I'm older. Okay, so I have myself set in my own ways. Mm -hmm. And something else that comes to my mind is, you know, there are things I do behind closed doors, you know, Maybe I spit my toothpaste out in the toilet instead of the sink. There, are, or, or or my my hair falls into the sink, and I don't want anyone to see mm-hmm. that stuff. Or what? Maybe I don't know. You know, whatever it is, whatever quirky nuances that I do, I'm not really sure. I enjoy being independent. Right. <laughs> I enjoy not having to share. You know. I don't want, if I have to pass gas, I want to pass gas, you know. <laughs> and that's the nice thing about these caregivers is when they are hired, they understand that what happens in the house, what they hear in the home, stays in the home. Um, so they don't, the client doesn't have to worry that this caregiver, caregiver is going to go out and start any type of gossip about an individual. Um, that is ingrained in their training that we are confidants to this family. And we do get clients' permission, you know, who we can speak with in the family. Good. You know, which children, which relatives are we allowed to communicate with? Um, Because that's really, really important. Um, I love the idea, confidant. I, I, I like that word as well, that idea. Because I don't really, if I'm asking for your services, I'm really not asking for a caregiver. I'm asking for a companion. Right. I'm asking for someone, again, that I feel so, I not only trust, but I want to share my life. I want to share my knowledge. I want to share what I do, you know, that excites me. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that whomever that person is that's about to become my companion, and you've already said this, and I, and I love the idea, is a companion and a match to what my needs are and my personality. 
And we're going to have to take a break, but I want to touch base a little bit about what if it doesn't match? <laughs> okay, if it doesn't match, we always tell the client, just give the office a call and we will find a different caregiver that does match. We have a very high rate of success with matching, but there's always that one instance or two that right. it can happen, but that's not a problem at all. Mm-hmm. Well, and also as I grow older, my, my habits and attitudes and my health you know, we, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about dementia next week. But my health also is going to change. So um, my approach to the person that I've considered a companion, you know, may also change. Absolutely. There are changes in, you know, mental status that can definitely make a difference in, in the relationship. I am so enjoying this. I really am. <laughs> this is really big. I love the idea of having a companion, a peer, someone in my life who does sincerely have an invested interest in who I am, what, you know, my stories. We're going to need to take another break, <laughs> but when we come back, um, we'll talk a little bit more about what it is that this beautiful opportunity allows us the freedom to do, and that is stay in our own home and the benefits of doing that opposed to going somewhere else where maybe somebody is trying to compartmentize us. <laughs> we'll be right back after this commercial. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, everyone. We are so happy that you're joining us today. We are here with talking with my guest, Sherry Jones, owner of Seniors Helping Seniors, Western Cuyahoga County. Now, 
Sherry, we are just, I know, touching the iceberg of what it is that you do mm-hmm. and how you you know, put um, people together that are going to help other people in an em- not only empathetic way, but in a caring, loving way, because we're choosing to be in this position in our life. Um, so, but I do, I know you have other resources that you're tuned in and tapped in to other needs of what your seniors may um, come across. So what are some of those resources and needs that you can help them with? Well, sometimes um, when we go in and meet the families, we we try to touch on, you know, are the all the legal papers in order? Is there a DNR order, which is a do not resuscitate order? Does your mother want one? If so, then we give them the, the um, paper, and that has to be signed by a physician in the state of Ohio. Many people don't understand that. Um, is there a living will? What are the living will's wishes? You know, if they have these documents, where in the home should these be kept and who should have copies of these? Um, we can help them with finding um, the senior center. Uh, maybe, maybe certain cities offer transportation, which is free, to go to the grocery store or to the library. Um, does the library deliver books directly to their homes? Different um, resources that help keep the senior connected to the community. Wonderful. And, and I know there's a plethora of those opportunities now, and more and more. Again, um, I don't know if you realize, but 60% of our population is over the age of 50. Yes, I am. Those 60%. numbers are amazing. Yes, and it's only going to grow. Well, with absolutely. All the baby boomers right, coming into Right. Mm-hmm. And the baby right, the baby boomers are just coming into this yes. um, this age category. Absolutely. And, and plus, it's an interesting thing and I'm part of this age category. I am too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an interesting thing because I I I am so extremely excited about the the things that I have accomplished in my life that I now feel comfortable in my life doing. And they're almost second nature to me, and I don't think about them, but I watch my children as they grow up, and I watch their, you know, they're stumbling over these Mm -hmm. lessons that they're learning in their life. But what's happened is I've become more free to do or even think about doing some of these other, like, we'll call it the bucket list. Sure. Some of these other activities that are, oh, my gosh, my sister, she's in our category also. <laughs> she, do you, she's becoming an oil painter. It's, oh, wow. it's amazing. Yes. And, and she started off with, I'm not kidding, a Pyrex, you know, cooking dish oh. <laughs> you know, and a paintbrush. Uh-huh. And a friend gave her a couple of lessons as a birthday gift. And, a, you know, and she bought an easel. I mean, a, I'm sorry, a canvas. But there she was. Again, who knew? And, and, and she's really good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, that's wonderful. See, she discovered a new skill for herself. Right. So I have to imagine that you also help people to explore some of those ideas. Like, hey, listen, you know, I noticed that you do a lot of crossword puzzles. You know, maybe you'd be interested in whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a game or a Sudoku or, you know. Sure. That your seniors, your companions must be tuned into those things as well. Yes. When we do the assessment, we try to find out what some of their hobbies and interests are or were. Because sometimes as the new companion comes in, all of a sudden they can start to invoke that and, and arise that 
passion they used to have to do something because it's somebody new to do it with. It's somebody closer to their age. And so it's wonderful when all of a sudden these clients get so excited because they're doing something that they used to do, but maybe they were isolated or depressed and didn't want to do any of it now. So now this companion comes in and finds a whole new um, area of their life that they can enrich. Like a friend, a kumbadi. Yes. But you know, also, Sherry, I have experienced in my life when I take on the role of possibly an ass- assisting somebody in something mm-hmm. or facilitating them or even teaching them, I think I find more benefit for me personally mm-hmm. than sometimes, well, you know, I'm hoping that the other person is finding wonderful benefit from what it is that I'm offering. But even when I'm doing uh, a design alteration in construction with their home or their business, I can, not only do they get excited, but I can hear myself expressing the things that I've learned in my life and I'm doing it freely and comfortably and I'm learning from it myself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's how these companions are. I mean, many of them are maybe retired uh, recently or some of them have been retired for a while, but now it gives them a whole new reason for getting up and to enrich their lives by helping somebody else. So this whole concept of seniors helping seniors is a win-win for so many people because not only the clients, but the companions, (laughs) and then also the family because all of a sudden the family can be a family again. They don't have to run over to mom's and do the laundry, cook a meal, give her a bath. They can actually go sit down and enjoy each other's company because all of this has been taken care of by a companion who wants to be there and is really enjoying their time with their parent. Wow. So that's It works really, that's really so, well. That's so amazing. And then also for the children, because, again, being a senior, I don't really want my children taking care of me. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, mentally, that feels like I'm going toward the end of my life. And right. that isn't where I'm going. Mm-hmm. When I'm... When I croak, I croak, <laughs> but I don't want to anticipate that, mm-hmm. and I don't want to live my life going in that direction. I want to live my life going in the other direction, mm-hmm. adventure, and I really do want human human companionship. We talk about it very lightly, but it is a very serious thing when we isolate and we're alone. Yes, and that's what we find in so many situations is... Other than family, these individuals are by themselves. You know, they no longer have the ability to drive or or to get out and do something, maybe because of health reasons. So the only people that they really see are maybe the Meals on Wheels person dropping off their lunch and if a family member joins them for some part of a day. So isolation can create depression. It can cause health problems, other, other health problems. So... We really don't want a senior to be isolated because it ages them much more quickly. And Absolutely. And depression is so rampant in the elderly that you're tr- you try to steer clear of any of those isolating incidences. And I think that's why in my business we focus so much on allowing people to make their own choice when they want to, if they want to, make a move from their home environment. And that's really important, Laura, what you just said, because um, when we come in, we make it very clear to the family and to the clients that we will not take over their independence. We will help guide them. We will help them do things. But as long as they can do 
an activity in their home or outside their home, we are going to let them. Um, because once you start taking away their purpose, purposefulness or you know, what the reason why they're doing things, then you're creating a situation where they're dependent on others even more so. And we don't want that to happen. That's a we want their lives to be as enriched as they can possibly be. So you really, in a nutshell, no pun intended, uh-huh. you are an extended enhancement to their well-being. Absolutely. In fact, it feels like not only an extended enhancement to their well-being, but a motivator and a promoter mm-hmm. of their way of looking at life. Hey, don't you dare make this something that's going to inhibit you from doing something else. Right. I'll take care of this for you so that you can go and enjoy. You can go to the zoo with your grandchildren. You can do, uh, I'll take care of, you know, I'll clean, uh, I'll clean the bathroom today. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. I, uh, and you touched on one more thing, which I absolutely love, and that is the children's involvement in the senior's life. Again, very challenging. That communication between the child and the senior is, is usually not as open and honest. <laughs> you hit it on the head there. Yes, absolutely correct. Um, there's a lot of different family dynamics. And with all these years that have gone by in people's lives, some of them aren't always as good as one would hope them to be. So if we can, you know, make that bridge so that that, um, that client doesn't have to rely upon the children and maybe they can start to, you know, develop even a better relationship with their children and the children can Isn't enjoy the their parent as well. And that's what you said earlier. It allows a new dynamic relationship between the child and the parent absolutely or aunt or great aunt or whomever mm-hmm. that is you know um grandmother my children have an unbelievable relationship with their grandmother mm-hmm. but if if my mom didn't have help in certain things then the ch- then she wouldn't have time she'd be more worried about taking care of those daily activities getting those functions to then saying to their granddaughter you know i'd love to go out and take a walk with you right. and you know even if you show me or go to your sport your sporting activity or whatever that is i don't have to worry about that when i have a companion who says to me listen go to the soccer game this afternoon I'll walk the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, that is very, very important. You know, because we always tell them too, hey, at this age, you've, d- you've done all the cooking you need to do. <laughs> now let us cook for you so that you don't have to do it. And when they I like that idea. I'll take that. <laughs> and when they understand, you know, sometimes they're kind of, they look at us a little hesitantly. Then we start talking about things we can do for them. And their eyes brighten up and they get the smile on their face. And they're going, you know, this might be a good idea. This might really, really work. And then the children so. or the grandchildren or the niece or nephew, or they also now have the ability to say, I know my children worry about me being on my own. They don't. If I have a companion in my life, they don't have to be concerned. Right. Let it go. Let me live. Right. <laughs> and, and especially in today's world, because so many children don't live near their parents. Yes, so we give correct. those children the peace of mind that somebody is in that home and we are going to contact you if there is something that needs to be discussed about your parent. And uh, for those those situations, they are ever so thankful that you know our companions are in those homes with their oh, parents. Oh, sure. It allows them to continue on in their life direction right. as well. Right. Yes. I have a few of those children and I, 
they panic. They're like, <laughs> Mom, you need somebody. I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Oh. All right, here we go again. We're going to take another break. Okay. But um, when we come back, we're going to introduce our um, guest for next week. But also, we did get a call and also a couple emails. We're going to address those when we come back, Sherry. Okay. We'll be Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, all of our listeners. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone that's tuned in today. This is our first um, variety show here on Voice America, and we are super excited to be part of this expansion of communication. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, we are here with Sherry Jones, owner of Seniors Helping Seniors, Western Cuyahoga County. Now, um, before we get back to going over some calls and emails that did come in, um, Sherry, I would like to give a quick promo for the next week's show, and it's titled... Helping to change the face of dementia care for healthcare organizations and families. Again, life's journey takes us on adventures that are exciting and sometimes terrifying. When we don't understand what is happening to either our loved ones or ourselves when memory starts to dement. dement. Dealing with the unknown can be confusing, but there is an organization called Brush Development Company helping healthcare organizations and families to understand and develop dementia competence. My guest, Jennifer A. Brush, M-A-C-A, 
SLP and Director of Brush Development Company will provide insight on common sense approaches on the issues most commonly raised about memory loss and dementia, strategies for supporting the person with memory loss to be more independent, happier, and engaged in a meaningful life, suggestions for modifying the home environment to increase increase safety for the person's with cognitive, sensory, and physical challenges, advice to create successful relationships with loved ones living with dementia, and help for future challenges caused by dementia. Plus, there's going to be some tips on selecting home care or long care services or services like my guest today, Sherry Jones. There are so many opportunities and services available out there, and that is what this show is about, exposing our listeners to those opportunities and those resources so that you can call us, email us, and find out what it is that might benefit you to enjoy the moving forward in the stages of our life as we grow. So here we are. We did get, Sherry, um, this is an email, actually, um, and this is from Charlotte in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and she says, my mom and dad, who are in their 80s and very independent with just minor health problems like high blood pressure and arthritis, my siblings and I take turns going over to there several times a week to help with the meal preparation, errands, and laundry. We, are, we all have families and, and work and travel. Could we use your service to fill in for us? And how does that work? How do we successfully approach my mom and dad to be on board with this plan as well? Um, Well, this is a very common scenario that we um, encounter. So what we usually recommend, uh, first of all, is as far as approaching mom and dad, is just talking about, you know what, you know, you're, you're in your 80s now. Now's the time that, you know, we should make your life a little bit easier and maybe have somebody come in and just help with some of those day-to-day activities so that you have time to do more things that you want to do. And then also um, explaining to them that the children are all busy and, you know, we can't always get over here to see you. So we would feel better if somebody else would be, you know, have an adjunct, adjunctive person to come in and kind of just make sure that you get your help that you need. Um, And then what we would normally do is go over and meet the family and then we would set up a schedule. So maybe on Mondays and Wednesdays, we would come in for two or three hours and do the laundry, um, do the meal preparation, whatever they would need. And then usually what ends up happening in a situation like this is um, the mom and dad start to get used to this caregiver and they really enjoy having them around and the services grow and the kids are really happy because now they have time (laughs) to be with their children and all their sporting events or their traveling so that everybody's happy in the whole situation and mom and dad are being taken care of. They're not being left alone. And it just really takes um, a way of some of the guilt that the kids feel because mm-hmm. they can't Big be there word. as much as they want. Mm-hmm. So, Well, Sherry, just in a nutshell, no pun intended, just what are some signs or, or sim- symptoms, so to speak, now that's the, you know, that, I sh- that children or, again, this could be nieces or nephews or mm-hmm. grandchildren, what would be um, a sign that would say, hmm, you know what, we should consider services like Sherry Jones offers? Okay, well, uh, other, the than, initial? Well, other than obvious health problems, you, what you're going to want to look for is their personal hygiene starting to decline. Okay, good. Is, um, you know, the house not kept up like it used to be? Are you finding maybe empty dishes in the refrigerator when really they should be in the cabinet? You know, things kind of out of place. Um, perhaps 
your mom all of a sudden has some black and blue marks and you're not sure where they came from, well, many times they will fall and they won't tell their children that something mm, happened sure. because they're so afraid of somebody saying you have to go to a nursing home or assisted living. Um, so it's all those little indiscreet things that you really have to kind of watch out for. Or your mother tells the same story, you know, over and over and over again. I mean, sometimes we do that as we age. However, if it becomes sometimes excessive. we just do that. <laughs> but if it becomes excessive, I think I, I, think I do that. <laughs> Did I tell you this? Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, you know, if it becomes excessive, then it's something that needs to be watched out for. Or maybe all of a sudden, your parents are fearful of being in their homes by themselves. Uh, fear and paranoia um, in the elderly is also something that we see commonly. So anything out of the ordinary, you know, if it happens once or twice, okay, you know, give it a little time. But if you start to see a pattern, then that probably is time that some help needs to come in the home. I think you tapped into something really um, very important, and that is the reason that they make that we try, our seniors try to hide Mm -hmm. some things that they know aren't quite right and that things are changing for them is that fear that someone's going to take them out of their home and put them somewhere and that this is the end of my journey. Absolutely. And that is, wow, that is so the opposite of the message we want to give today. You are so right, Laura. That is, <laughs> that is probably the biggest fear we hear from clients is I'm so scared that they're going to make me move from my home. Yes. They do not want to do that. Yes. And there's no reason why they have to um, as long as there is care that's coming in. We have been with clients till their last breath in their homes, and you know we all know that it's been a success if they got to die in their own homes. So that is what uh, is very important to those people. I know that you have a, a, again a plethora of wonderful stories to share with us of personal experience of of the success of these relationships, but. You mentioned one that I'd like you to share, and that's the ninety-year-old oh, the gentleman. Ninety-year-old, 90 um, yes. Actually, her name was Dorothy. Yeah, her name was Dorothy. And um, she had no children, so we were all she had. We had five caregivers in in that home because we were there, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And she was turning 90, so we all got together. We made her a cake. We bought her presents. And she was just so overjoyed. She started crying, and she says, you know, no one has ever celebrated my birthday like this. I've never had a birthday party. So here we are. You know, we started out as all strangers, and we ended up being as close as a family to this woman. You were so, her extended yeah, family. Yeah, we were her extended family. So it's those kind of things that we know that we are definitely enriching others' lives. And we all need to remember that because we ask for help doesn't mean that we are saying that we are failing at something. We are asking for help because we have the knowledge of knowing that our life will be enhanced by others assisting us in many different ways, mentally, physically, and emotionally. That's a very good way of putting it. And, you know, it's it's actually not losing our independence. We're, we, we have the ability to say, yes, I do need some help. And right there in itself is independence. And also, doesn't it take a lot of courage to walk through that door? Absolutely. And boy, is that not the biggest step of growth. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and once they walk through it, they do like the help. So, <laughs> it usually oh. works out extremely well. Oh. Again, Sherry, I cannot thank you enough. Thank you enough for being you. Thank you enough for offering and tuning into the services that you offer. Thank you for being the coordinator of companionship with seniors 
helping seniors, and then allowing us all to grow from this. Oh, you're welcome, Laura. Thank you. Absolutely. This has just been a tremendous show. If you have any additional questions for Sherry Jones, please email your questions to sdjones at shsohio.com. Feel free to call at 440-759-0319 or visit www.seniorshelpingseniors.com. You can also email myself, laura at lauraminniff.com. I can't thank you enough for listening with us today to Dynamic Insights for Your home environment. We look forward with contacting and connecting with you next week. This is Laura Miniff saying goodbye. Have a great day and enjoy the journey. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us this week for Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Laura Minnef, next Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you live in your healthiest environment.